The Giants have had a busy and productive offseason. Yes, they missed out on their top two targets, but nonetheless, I like what they've done. However, I can't shake the feeling, and I think neither can fans and, and the projections back it up, that they're still a significant piece or two away. Thankfully, there's several substantial pieces still out there on the market. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on the show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, coming up on five years hosting Locked on Giants, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Check us out there if you have not already. Join the party there on YouTube. And please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you are following the show. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And where we get started is by discussing, I just can't shake this feeling and I think fans have the same exact feeling. And then, like I said, the projection systems that we've looked at, which are numerous at this point, uh, kind of have the same, kind of tell the same story, which is that this is a team that uh, figures to be like somewhat in contention, but that that's not good enough, right? Like the fans and, and I know that uh, that's not, you don't want to be like fringe and you can't be missing the playoffs. And, so they're still a big piece or two away. And the good news is that there are big pieces still out there in free agency, specifically Blake Snell, Matt Chapman, Cody Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery. And the more the closer we get towards the start of the season, the fact that spring training has started, um, I feel like there's added pressure on these players to to sign and and it's just kind of by virtue of the clock ticking, like the, the more time that goes by, the sooner we should expect deals to happen. And I just feel like the Giants are well positioned to make a strike on on one or more of these players. And I was just looking through some old notes kind of by accident, and it was from Jeff Passan. And it was like, I don't know, a month ago or more. And something that he wrote was that executives around the game expect the Giants to end up signing one or more of the top four Scott Boris clients that are out there right now. And those are those four I just named. And we've also like the the stars kind of align in another way in that there are other teams out there like that are in some forms like direct competition for these players. Like I think of the Blue Jays, um, Matt Chapman, you know, he's the incumbent third baseman there. And yet their GM today, I think it was either today or yesterday, spoke to reporters and 
this is in the athletic that I read this. He said basically that um, in, in order to make any additions of significance, there would have to be sub- subtractions of significance. And so that's kind of GM speak for don't expect significant additions. And we've also heard similar things from the Angels. We've heard, um, you know, the Padres are clearly operating a little bit differently with, you know, shedding the payroll of Juan Soto and, and, uh, having a goal of their payroll being much lower than it was in, in the last couple of years. Uh, the Dodgers may be done, but never ruled them out. And so all of a sudden you're like, Hmm, the Texas Rangers. Oh, by the way, also said, don't expect any more additions because there's uncertainty around their television deal because of these, uh, regional sports networks kind of going under Bally sports. And so teams that had Bally sports as their, um, TV provider for fans, you know, uh, are facing financial uncertainty in their television deals. And the, the giants are not one of those teams that, that was, that was, uh, that was in a relationship with Bally sports. They do NBC sports, um, Bay area. And so anyway, they're also like 30 million in under where they were last year in terms of payroll. They're 24 million below the first luxury tax threshold. There's no rule that says you can't go past the first luxury tax threshold. There's no cap in baseball. In fact, there are four thresholds and we're talking about the first one. The fourth one is up towards 300 million. The Giants luxury tax payroll is right now with the presumed addition of Jorge Soler, who, by the way, Susan Slusser has reported that his physical is today. And so expect, I mean, assuming he passes the physical, which is always the go-to assumption, we just happen to live in a universe where we ran into a disastrous failed physical situation last year. But assuming that goes through, their luxury tax payroll is 213 million ish, which is 24 million shy of the first threshold. And so I kind of view it like a game of musical chairs. And so there's almost like the giants are a chair and the players need to find a spot. And there's not like an abundance of chairs, right? Like there's just how many teams are really, out there for Snell and Montgomery and uh, Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman, because you look at some of the big market teams kind of being like, we talk about the Blue Jays and the Angels and whatnot, and the Dodgers perhaps not being in a position where they're going to add more. And then you look at the smaller market teams and they're like never a factor. Like you're not going to see Blake Snell, unless something crazy happens, end up on pretty much, you could write a whole big list of teams like, the A's, the Pirates, the Royals, the even the Orioles, you know, even though they're good. Um, and so the Giants, I feel like they are uniquely positioned, maybe not uniquely, but they have a seat at the table. And sooner or later, these guys have to sign somewhere. And I think they need the talent and the talent is there and this is an opportunity and i have uh, the last episode we focused on a mailbag question it was our kind of lead topic should they just wait out um or basically punt on the rest of this free agent class in order to have more financial flexibility you know less 
money on the books essentially for next year's class? And my answer, my personal answer was no, because you cannot guarantee anything going right in terms of free agency in future seasons. We've seen that firsthand. Even if you agree to terms with a guy, they might fail their physical. Um, And also this season matters a lot, I think. And so go out there and get two of those guys. That's like where I'm at. And so coming up in just a minute, we are going to briefly discuss which of the guys do I think is the best fit, an arm, a bat, both, and also injury updates as camp opens. And then also the Giants made a trade. It was kind of a minor move, but I think it's actually somewhat or even fairly significant. So we will get into it momentarily. And before we do, today's uh, episode is brought to you in part by Backblaze. Data is the digital world's most precious resource. Backblaze has made it their mission to make it easy to store, use, and protect data. They protect all the data on your machines automatically. Backblaze offers multiple restore options, including rapid recovery in the event of data loss or ransomware. Start with a free trial today and then get unlimited cloud backup for Macs, PCs, and businesses for just $99 a year. Just go to backblaze.com slash MLB. You can ask, access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using Backblaze's web app or their iOS or Android apps. Few data protection services have the recommendations that Backblaze does. They are recommended by the New York Times, Incorporated, Magazine, uh, Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, Wired, and more. Receive a fully featured no-risk free trial at backblaze.com slash LockedOnMLB. Go there, try it out, start protecting yourself from from potential bad times. That's backblaze.com slash LockedOnMLB. All right, as promised, we are going to continue running through uh, some injury updates. Also, just finishing up on that point about these free agents and... You know, I've brought it up a lot and I kind of am wishy-washy on, you know, arm bat like Chapman, Snell, Bellinger, Montgomery. It's like hard to pick when it comes down to it. And so maybe it maybe it just comes down to look, I'm sure the team has its preference preferences, hopefully. But um, yeah, just the Giants ending up with at least one of those guys just seems very possible to me and that's exciting but you know you never know and i'm not i'm certainly not promising anything uh and we'll see thanks again for making lockdown giants your first listen every day every dayers on monday we'll be back with fresh information you know jorge soler did he pass his physical i'm sure that will be a topic of discussion and hopefully some activity over the weekend for the Giants uh, as camp rolls on and then position players report early next week. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right, so 
who of who among these four do I think is the best fit for the Giants? Well, I say get two of them, like at least. I mean, I'm greedy, but you can't get two of them and not trade away players and then stay under the luxury tax. So I'm kind of like operating like they their goal is to stay under that luxury tax. We did have Greg Johnson saying that they would make an exception for the right player, like maybe for a one-year situation, meaning not a one-year deal, but that if they went over the luxury tax, they would try to get back under it afterwards, like in the subsequent season. And so I don't know if he just kind of, when he talks about the right player, if he's talking about Otani or Judge or Correa or Yamamoto, or if he's talking about, you know, Blake Snell. I don't know. But to me, the guy the guy has been Blake Snell, especially when you look at that starting rotation and how inexperienced it is outside of Logan Webb when we're talking about the opening day kind of projected rotation. We're, we're looking at Logan Webb, Kyle Harrison, Jordan Hicks, who's made like eight starts in his career, even though he's been around forever because he's been a reliever, Keaton Wynn, and Tristan Beck. I mean, I like all of those guys, but there's so much risk there because they're all inexperienced outside of Webb in, in a rotation role. What makes things complicated is that you do have Robbie Ray and Alex Cobb coming back from injuries at some point in the season. But for Ray, you know, he's already on the 60-day IL. Cobb is hoping to avoid it. That'll be part of our injury updates later, is that he's doing well, hoping to avoid the 60-day. But I think it's probably inevitable um, at some point as they continue to hopefully add. But, you know, he's Ray is saying, like, around the end, you know, coming out of the All-Star break is the best-case scenario. And for Cobb, we're talking probably a couple months-ish being the best-case scenario. And so that's a couple months is a third of the season after the All-Star break is more than half of the season because the All-Star break happens past the halfway point. And so, I don't know. I just keep coming back to Snell. And like he was the Cy Young winner in 2023 in the National League. And Logan Webb finished second. And so you could literally sign this guy today. He's just out there. He's from Seattle, West Coast guy, you know. Um, I don't know if he's from Seattle proper, but the Seattle area. So um, I don't know. You could go out there today and 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 have the number one and number two Cy Young finishers in the National League in your starting rotation. And then all of a sudden you've, you mix in Hicks and Harrison and competition between Wynn and Beck and other young players. For, the, for other roles. And, you know, Cobb is a free agent after the season. He's getting older. He's th- like 36, you know, going on 37. Um, and so, like, looking forward to have, like, Snell and Webb locked in. I think Webb st- uh, starts that five-year extension this year. And so if you go five years for Snell, you would have Logan Webb and Blake Snell locked in uh, side by side for the next five seasons. Um, yes, indeed, uh, Logan Webb, five additional years, five years starting this year. Um, and then you've got a bunch of young pitching coming. And like Harrison, he's got six years of team control, for example, because he just barely debuted uh, at the end of last year. So for me, that's where I land is like, 
I, I think Chapman makes a lot of sense too, because that would really improve the kind of solidify the third base position. I think JD Davis is just kind of fringe as an everyday player, whereas Chapman has that floor of just always being good defensively and has always been above average offensively, even if he's been streaky and kind of inconsistent and up and down a little bit. And there's also the Bay Area ties and the Bob Melvin ties. Blake Snell also Bob Melvin ties the last two years in San Diego. So I don't know, just go out and sign these guys. Go over the luxury tax one time, you know, and if you have to get down, you could trade somebody, you know, JD Davis becomes expendable if you if you acquire Chapman, but I think still there's no way you would get under the luxury tax unless you also then traded like Michael Conforto as well. Anyway, I just think those are the guys that stand out to me the most as as fits, but but you could make a case for like Bellinger and Montgomery as well. But to me it's Snell and it's Chapman, and Snell's number one and Chapman number two. Anyway, let's turn our attention to some of these kind of injury updates. So the Giants sent out a uh, update to the media, and I have it for you. Press release, Giants medical updates for Wednesday, February 14th. So this is a couple days ago, but nothing as of yet has happened in addition. Let's hope it stays that way, but injuries are a part of the game, unfortunately. And the, the first thing that jumps off the page is that Alex Cobb is currently throwing out to 90 feet three times a week and is progressing as planned. He'll remain limited in spring, but continues to do well. And so this is like, I then want to follow up and say, you know, reporters talked to Alex Cobb and he was just discussing how well he's doing and that he feels good. And and, and a goal for him is to uh, face hitters by the end of camp, like, in in batting practice essentially live bp and so he's obviously still a ways away if like he's not going to crack the opening day roster by some miracle he's he's far behind and he's going to miss time and but the good news is he's feeling good from a <clears throat> significant offseason hip left hip surgery so speaking of pitchers Robbie Ray this is no surprise uh went on the 60 day IL recovering from left elbow UCL surgery. He's throwing three times a week, but he's going to be like like he said himself, best case scenario right after the All-Star break. This is a big one. Reggie Crawford, the Giants' first round pick two years ago. They went back-to-back seasons in which they took a two-way player. I'm doing air quotes if you're not watching on YouTube with their first round selection. But Reggie Crawford, they have ditched hitting. They have abandoned the two-way player status for Reggie Crawford, and he's just going to focus on pitching. And man, when I watch this guy pitch, I can see why. I mean, we're talking like power stuff from the left side, from kind of a a low, mid, three-quarters arm slot. It's just like kind of electric stuff, and I could see him on the fast track for sure, but he has a left lat strain, which he suffered Last week, he's going to rest rehab and will resume throwing in three to four weeks. So that's that stinks because, you know, would have liked to see him in Major League Camp, but probably not going to happen at this point. Uh, Slater had right elbow surgery. Austin Slater in the offseason, no restrictions hitting uh, with no restrictions with hitting and is finishing his throwing program. So it sounds like he's uh, about on time and. 
Thomas Zapucky had thoracic outlet or he currently has left shoulder soreness, left shoulder, but he's a right. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Cole Waits. Uh, Zapucky is recovering from thoracic outlet surgery last May, dealing with left shoulder soreness. And Kaiwei Tang, who was added to the 40 man over the off season, has a left oblique strain, which he suffered in Arizona last week. While throwing a bullpen, he's not going to throw for three, uh, two to three weeks. So there are your injury updates. Uh, we have more updates from spring as well, including new plans for Blake Sable. But also I want to get into this trade that the Giants made that kind of went under the radar. But it very well could have significance for the Giants uh, as they entered the season. So we'll get into it momentarily and before we do. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. And right now, you can go over to FanDuel.com and check out NBA All-Star Game action. I was just scrolling through right before I started recording. You can bet on the skills competition, skills challenge winner, uh, the game itself. The West is Moneyline favorites over the East at minus 148, the spread being minus three. If memory serves, these games are usually pretty close. You can bet on who is the all-star game MVP and just about anything over at fanduel.com slash locked on. And you know, quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Shoot your shot. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. All right, as promised, we are going to talk about this trade a little bit because it has gone unnoticed. Um, I don't want to say unnoticed, but it hasn't received a lot of attention. But I decided to kind of dig in because that's the thing. The Giants make a lot of fringy, like around the edges types of move type of moves. And sometimes like I neglect to pay attention to them anymore, because if I paid attention too much to all of them, then we would spend a lot of our time talking about things that ultimately never matter. But I think that this one could matter. And that is their trade, their acquisition of uh, infielder slash outfielder. No surprise there that they're after a versatile player, Otto Lopez from the Blue Jays, who they acquired in exchange for cash considerations. Never understood why they have to say considerations. Why not just say cash, right? They acquired him for cash. Uh, Lopez significantly has a minor league option. He's 5'10", 185, according to Fangraphs. And I I just decided, like, you know what? I need to read this guy's scouting report because we know that they're in the market for a uh, kind of shortstop to compete with Marco Luciano or just somebody to kind of protect Marco Luciano. Like, in case he struggles, who do they turn to? And they could very well turn to Otto Lopez for playing time this year. And let me just read you the Fangraphs scouting report on Otto Lopez that is from uh, this past March. So it's not been updated for 2024, but uh, in March 2023, this was the write-up on Lopez, who is now 
still just 25 years old. So they say, Lopez, Team Canada's shortstop in the World Baseball Classic. He's a dual Dominican-Canadian citizen whose family moved to Montreal when he was 12. Entered 2023 spring training in the mix for one of Toronto's last opening day roster spots. Lopez has played all over the diamond during his pro career, be it stateside or in the Dominican Winter League. His arm strength keeps him from truly profiling at shortstop, but his range and instincts are sufficient to play both second base and center field. The Blue Jays beefed up their center field depth ahead of Lopez in the form of Kevin Kiermeyer and Dalton Varsho. So what had recently looked like a viable path to a roster spot for him is currently occupied by those two and Santiago Espinal. He's a fit or he's a long-term fit as a very versatile utility man with a plus hit tool and basically no power. In 91 games at AAA in 2022, he slashed 297, 378, 415 with a 10.5% walk rate and just a 15.5% strikeout rate before he got a big league cup of coffee at the end of the year. Lopez tends to poke soft contact the other way, wearing out shallow right field. He's especially difficult to beat with fastballs and puts enough balls in play to be a semi-regular big leaguer at several positions. So apologies again for the long read there, but that that sounds like the the kind of profile of a player who's worth talking about. And he was their 10th ranked prospect at the time um, of that write-up. So... The Giants acquired this guy last year in AAA. He he struggled. He only played in 84 games, so there must have been some kind of injury. But in AAA the previous year, he did quite well. And looks like he didn't play much. In, I don't know what the deal was with his playing time. He's obviously dealt with some injuries, but uh, yeah, and he's also fast. I mean, this is a guy who's got you know he stole 13 bases in. Uh, 84 games in AAA in 2023. He stole 14 bases and 91 games in 2022 in AAA. Uh, and so if the one thing holding him back from playing shortstop is like arm strength, then to me, that's a guy who can fill in uh, probably because the the way I read that was more like he's not an everyday shortstop, but when they say he can play all over the diamond and has a plus hit tool, I mean, that's interesting. That's interesting. And he has a minor league option. I'm not sure if I said that already. So he is a guy, along with Luciano, who can be optioned and just kind of enters that mix. So it doesn't have to be shortstop. You do have Tyler Fitzgerald on the 40-man as well, who who kind of has a similar-ish profile, actually. But I like this acquisition, getting him for just cash and i like the fact that he doesn't strike out contact guy speed guy versatile player kind of maybe reminds me a little bit from reading that about uh of mauricio duban except duban has a pretty darn good arm so minus that part i guess but just the versatility although duban when they got him he wasn't really all that versatile and they kind of made him versatile so anyway Otto Lopez, a name to kind of pay attention to. I still think that they could they they need more proven depth at these positions, like uh, shortstop, second base, and center field as well. 
because you're looking at, I mean, at in center, you could put Yastrzemski and Slater there in the event of, you know, a Jung-Hoo Lee injury or something like that. And then have corner outfield guys be the guys who fill in. But at the same time, uh, Otto Lopez, just add him to the mix. But I do think like, you know, I've talked about Willie Adamas, Ha Sung Kim. Those guys make a lot of sense. And it would probably be in lieu of like a Matt Chapman, you know, and, and then you would slide Luciano over to a third base competition with like J.D. Davis and Casey Schmidt. And I, I really like the idea of that as well. So I think there are multiple paths for the Giants to, to proceed forward here uh, to improve their team. But it involves significant additions and maybe two, you know, like get Blake Snell and then get a hitter, whether it's Chapman or Adamas or um, Ha-Sung Kim, somebody like that, left side of the infield, good defense. That's kind of the way I see it. But Snell, pairing him with Webb is just too tempting for me to pass up. And at this point, maybe maybe there's a bargain out there to be had even. So anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Locked On Giants your first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked on Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much. So thank you in advance and thank you to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again on Monday. Have a great weekend. Fingers crossed on Jorge Soler's physical. I'm sure it'll be fine, but I'm not 100% sure because you never can be. Anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.